in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. AJ. Hey, Jackie. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah. Why, why are you pointing at me like you? <laughs> okay, I know I'm predictable, but come on. She we, pointed at me. I feel seen. We've got a, we got a, we've got the cadence down. I know we, we got do. The, we really do. You know, we got the rhythm. If it was it took a year and a half, but we got there. It, you know, it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like if we do it even slightly differently. If I was just like. Howdy do, folks. <laughs> yeah. And you were just like, hey. <laughs> and I'd be like, we're this This is the list we missed. And then you didn't say yet. Like, everyone would turn it off. That's they true. would turn it off. That's true. We need to be loyal to our fans. Yeah, you're right. So there we go. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so tonight, we are going to talk about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. Uh, okay. What did you think of this movie? Just like, dislike, anything in between. Blanket statement is, I liked this movie. Okay, blanket statement for, for me is, I feel nothing towards this movie. Yeah. I, I I think that might be worse than me disliking it. Like, I feel nothing towards you. I The reason I liked this movie was because of the characters. I, I liked the two kind of anti-hero bad guys that are obviously not bad guys. Like... You know, main characters. I guess, but like at the same time, I, I don't know. It just felt the most. Uh, uh, oh, what what phrase did I use the other night? The the most uh, uh, character points I felt were when they were robbing the train in the very beginning of the movie, and they were talking with the the guy in the in the train car. Yeah. You know, I work for blah blah blah. Yeah. Hey, is that you? Like that that whole banter. That yeah. was fun. That was the. Only part of the movie I enjoyed, like actively. Okay. okay. So, everything else I felt was boring as all sin. I thought that there were too many montages and they were way too long. Which montages are we talking about? Like, well, yeah, I agree. The montages they, I saw were very long. There were like the travel between yeah, from from New there York. There was the to, one in the very beginning, like during the credits, yes, yeah. took forever. Yeah. Not, I guess that's not technically a montage, but the opening credits took forever. Well, to be fair though, opening credits from a nineteen sixty whatever nine. nine film, yeah. So nineteen sixty nine film, like opening credits were much more. Uh, People cared more. <laughs> well, and I think back then, and I don't know when the switch happened, but that's when they did all the credits in the very beginning. Right, right. Uh, like everything, like the scroll that we're used to at the end yeah. used to all be in the beginning. And like um, even even movies in the 90s where it's like, you know, hey, we're having this person star and this person star and this person. Yeah. But like they're real quick, but they were still there. 1969, like, yeah, this, it was very... But yeah, the 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 travel montage, when they were going to... I don't even remember. Bolivia? That's how much, sure. They were going to Bolivia. Um, that travel montage, it was so long. Like, I get it. Was it, was it long to show how long it felt for them to travel there? I don't care. It was a really, like, it was just so elaborate and it was almost like too much story. I don't know. It just, the, the montages were, were many and long is what I have written. Um, 
But I will say that, like, overall, I liked it. This was not one of those movies, like I said, with, like, Apocalypse Now. Mm. That was one of the movies where it's like, I think I liked it, but there's that fine line of, did I actually enjoy the experience? Right. Or is it, like, an appreciation that of was, a classic yeah, film? right. I don't really have that with this one. Is this a classic film? I have no idea. This is. It this is. is. It's a this very is, classic film. This is, I think, number 50 on the original AFI list. Fucking hell. <laughs> Paul Newman, Robert Redford. Sure. Uh, you know, I guess. Well, have you... So here's something that my dumbass didn't find out about until a couple of years ago. But you've heard of the Sundance Film Festival. Yes. It's Robert Redford's film festival. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah. Everything's being pointed a picture I then. only learned that a couple of years ago, and it made me feel, um, I felt a little dumb. I felt like a little bit of dumbass. Oh. Or I was like, oh, that makes sense. I mean, like, <laughs> like, but, like, if you don't know him well enough, yeah. or had, well, having never seen it's Sundance one of those, Kid. Like, I feel like... I mean, he's Robert Redford. Like, that means nothing to me. I have no so idea. So it means something to me, though, okay. because I'm more into movies than you are. Like, sure. I know these older actors, and it's like, he is a... He was in Iron Man? Apocalypse Now? I don't know. No, he was in The Avengers? Okay, Paul is Newman? It... No, uh, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Wasn't he one of, like, the... He he was he in, was somebody. I he recognize was somebody. His, I, no, I recognize his face. Yeah, I forget who. Uh, he he was definitely somebody in in the uh, in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, he was in Endgame. I feel like he was like some random senator or something. Yeah, like, he was one of the people like, that that. Oh, I fucking forget what happens because it's a fucking Marvel movie and they all blend <laughs> they all together. blend together. No, he was definitely he was absolutely some random. Uh, it's, uh, bad guy. Well, not bad guy, but like, like he wasn't a good guy. He wasn't like you know. He I, was. He was. He was bad because he, people didn't because he was against the superheroes. But that. But he wasn't bad because he was evil or right. whatever. You know. Like anyway, I'm not. We're anyway, not gonna. But like I said, I don't know that I've seen. Like it's it's the same thing that happened when we were talking about uh, Clint Eastwood. When we did Dirty Harry, right? Like I'm, like how have I know? Like I know Clint Eastwood. I know some of his line. It's Clint Eastwood, right? But I've never seen any of his movies until we watched Dirty Harry. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel that way about Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Um, I think I've seen Indecent Proposal, which I'm pretty sure he is the guy that gives. Woody Harrelson a million dollars for a night with his wife. Oh, okay. Do you know that you don't know about that movie? Um, I think that was that was from the nineties. Yeah, like uh, Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore are like in Vegas or something like that, and Robert Redford sees her and he goes up to Woody Harrelson and he's like, "I'll give you a million dollars if I could spend the night with your wife." And it's like the whole like, do they, don't they, whatever. I don't know if I've seen it. I feel like I have. Anyway, back to my original point. I can't believe I haven't seen other movies with Paul Newman and Robert Redford, but I think for the most part, this might be a first for me. Like, where they're starring. Like, again, obviously Robert Redford. I think I've seen him in bit parts here and there, but mm -hmm. like a movie starring Robert Redford. This this might be the first one. I think this is absolutely my first Paul Newman movie. I know that he's an actor. I didn't, No, that's a lie. You, you didn't know he was an actor? No. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking of Charlton Heston. That's somebody else. Never mind. 
honestly, when I think Paul Newman, it's really sad that, like, I don't think movies first. I think of, like, salad dressing and things like that. Because ah. he's got Newman's own and, you Wait, know, that's the same guy? That's the same guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Talk about I, a reach. I know that he... I know him from Cars. Oh, was he in Cars? He was, okay. he was a voice in Cars. I know that he... And, and his... I only know that because I just looked him up and I went, oh, yeah, he was in Cars. I know that he was married to the same woman for, like, a very long time. Like, he's... Like, kind of how our generation has Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks being, like, the end-all, be-all Hollywood couple. I believe he and his wife were like that as well, where they were married for, like, a whole bunch of years. I don't know. Don't ask me who his wife was. But I know that they have, like, you know, their own little love story. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was... It's nice. I Like I said, I'm going to backtrack. Not backtrack. I am going to restate that, overall, I liked this movie. I... Would probably watch it again. I won't. Um, I... Like I said, I liked the characters. The only moment of the movie that I really didn't like was in the beginning when you... The first time we meet the female character, Etta. Oh, yes. Yes. So, no, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I sat there. I was I was just... No. Yeah, no. I have <laughs> sexual assault in the Sundance Kid. I was... <laughs> yeah, I, I was uncomfortable at first. And I was like, and then, oh, And then no. I'm like, wait, this is weird role play? <laughs> yeah, apparently. I was sitting there watching this. He was doing he, he was doing the whole thing and she was she was looking very distraught. And I was like... I was like yeah, uh, Sundance, a rape scene? Sundance has a woman at gunpoint and he's like, take off your dress. Do it real slow and sexy. Lick your lips a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and then like, okay. yeah, and then when he finally walks, and then she's like, oh my God, like she looks all petrified. And then like he walks up to her and they kiss and you realize that there is. They're, they're, they're actually a thing. They're, they're an actual thing. I love it. I did like the dynamic. I know there's the whole thing with her, her and Paul Newman's character. Yeah. What was that about? Well, she, she said it. She was like, had I met you first, you know, and obviously when you watch the movie, I thought they were just, they were just polygamous. Like I thought thought they were just (laughs) like a little happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, when you watch the movie, you kind of wish that she would have met Butch Cassidy first because Sundance is like a little bit of a dick, like not entirely, but like you kind of wish that she would have met Butch Cassidy first because like he would settle down with her. Where Butch Cassidy is like, you can come with us to Bolivia, but if you suck, I'm going to kick your ass to the curb. Where Sundance was like that. Sundance, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. He was like, if you like whine or complain or whatever, he's like, I'm going to boot your ass to the road. And it's like... Uh, to be fair... Do you, do you need to be a dick about it? Well, like, I, don't, I don't know if that's so much being a dick. I think that was more just like a, hey, listen, this is going to suck. And it's going to suck for all of us. And if you're going to make my life worse, then you shouldn't bother coming. Like... Yeah, like you're a typical boy. So, like, have Excuse some, you. Have some compassion. I do have compassion. Have some compassion. I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. I'm just saying that I think that that's what that was. I'm not saying that I think it was right. I'm not saying that I think it was good. I think that it was, I think that it was full-grown toxic masculinity that was grass-fed 100%. K-tree, grass-fed, antibiotic-free toxic no there's a, there's absolutely biotics in gmos there. Yeah. gmos absolutely yes yes and then spray with something but i did like the little friendship it's funny because when it first this is this was my thought um so sundance and etta is her name 
Uh, like, you know, they have that scene where it's like, oh my god, it's rapey. No, it's not. They know each other. So the next morning, they're laying in bed. <laughs> and then, then Butch shows up with a bike? Butch shows up on a bike, and he's kind of, like, teasing them. Like, yeah. they got the windows open. So she goes out to see Butch, and then there's this cute little montage of them on the bike. Which explains something to me really quick. The scene before that showed that this dude was trying to sell the future of the bicycle, right? right. So that implies, the, the implication here is that Butch never had a bike before. Because this is a brand new thing. Butch clearly bought that bike that night and then showed up with the bike and is somehow amazing with this brand <laughs> new thing that most people have never actually seen, touched, or anything before. Butch Cassidy is just so good. I, That's I, just his... He's, he's... Yeah, I don't no! know. I can't explain it. I, listen, I can suspend disbelief for a lot of things. I don't know how much <laughs> I can just suspend disbelief for this odd old man being able to ride a bicycle that well for the first time. I, I really liked... Also with the chick on handlebars. Like, right, like, yeah. He that's difficult as shit. Like, I thought it was a really sweet moment. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, here are these two friends. And like, that's why know, I thought they were they were all a little thing. Like, well, like, I was waiting at, for, I was waiting for well, Butch no, and Sundance to make it, out. At first... When she first gets on the bike and it's just like, oh, fun, and the raindrop song is playing and whatever. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? I was like, oh, I'm like, it's like me and AJ. It's like this like platonic buddy thing. And then like the music stops and they have dialogue and they kind of share a kiss. And I'm like, that's not me and AJ at all. That's not how we do Friends it. don't Friends kiss. Friends don't kiss. Etta. Butch. It's not. And then, then, but then you learn, she says like, you know, if I had met you first. So there's. There's definitely kind of this unspoken little triangle. I thought it was funny at one point, like, you know, right after that moment, Sundance comes out and he's like, what are you guys doing? And Butch was like, I'm trying to steal your woman. Yeah. And he was all like, uh, all okay, right, you can have, have her. Have yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. I did. But I did. I did like the dynamic of the three of them. Um, yeah. I, I also liked that, like, you know, it's supposed to be 1899, I think. And I liked, I liked Etta's character because at one point she says to Sundance, she's like, look, um, you know, she obviously has feelings for him. I mean, he has feelings this, for her. Is this when they're going about to leave to Bolivia and she's like, I'm single, I'm a school teacher. Like, well, I, well, well, no, I'm talking about, it's the same scene, but uh, when she says, I'm I, like, my one thing is, she's like, I'm not going to watch you die. She's mm. like, I, I can't do that. I won't do that. Like, I do not want right. to you know, see you die. And I do like the fact that, like, towards the end of the movie, she has the wherewithal to know that, like, they've gone too far. And she pieces out. Because she's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch the person that I love get shot and die. And she knew that they were headed toward that. Um, So I did did like that in her character. I liked her character overall. I thought she just got tired of being in Bolivia. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Bolivia was kind of, uh, kind of dirty, kind of, kind of hot and dirty. Okay, just because it's a third world country doesn't. No, it was sense. dusty. Literally, <laughs> it's like sand and dirt everywhere. They show up off the train not station, tr- not working in the jungle anymore. In the rickety farm, <laughs> and there's just these goats everywhere. Um, no, and I, 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 all of that to be said, I think the thing that makes me like this movie is the trio of characters because, like, the plot line, eh, you know, the plot line was <clears throat> stupid. Like it There's was like plot it was, holes half, too. Half of it, half of the movie. This movie was what an hour and fifty minutes long, and a solid hour of it was just them running away like, from people that we never see again. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like the, the, they sit there and they golf about how, like, you know, this guy should be over in fucking Mississippi or whatever bullshit, and then you know what they doing over here? Oh man, this guy has a white hat. Like, show me some confrontation. Give me something. 
there yeah. to, to, to justify this cat-mouse thing that you got going on for multiple days. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that kind of left me scratching my head because they spend so much time running away from these two incredible faceless, trackers. Faceless people. Yeah, and we never... Like, nothing ever comes of it. They think they see one of them in Bolivia, and that's kind of where that's we're That's kind of like, it? Like, we never... Yeah, so... They start getting and, real paranoid? Yeah, and the scene at the end... Oh my god, my, my one of my last notes was so much gunfire. Because at the end, in that scene... Before the freeze frame, yeah. there is a scene of like all the guns firing, and it's like, it's like Fourth of July in Philadelphia. <laughs> like it is, and it went like I guess that everything kind of goes on a little bit too, too long. long, and that gunfire. Well, how else scene, do you get to an hour fifty minutes? <laughs> like it, it kind of went. Um, I was just like you know a little bit excited because we find out that Sundance is from South Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I, I, did, <laughs> I did like that. I, I did see that, and I did go, yeah. ah, yes, we're going to talk about ah, how this is a yeah. thing. He's, I'm yeah. from Jersey because yes, yeah, suddenly Atlantic uh, City. Butch, Butch Cassidy <laughs> says something about Atlantic City. Well, it's because they're talking about how this might be the uh, this they oh. they get to Bolivia and they're talking about how like this might be the best area or the worst area and there's so much more to see and Sundance is like you know I've been to Atlantic City I know what that is I'm from Jersey sir like like yeah it was really funny and I did sit there and go ah yes another we, shout out thank you movie. we will make mention of that because yeah they're in like Oklahoma like they're out you know yeah so uh this is this my this is not my first Western. I thought you were going to say favorite movie. I was going to slap you. Oh my God, no. I was going to slap you. I was going to say this is my, was, is this my first Western movie? But it is not. Okay. Uh, there is a far superior. You're right. Wild Wild West. No. It's a Western. It's good. Wild Wild West is good. It's a Western. Um, Tombstone is nah, much better. Have you seen Tombstone? I think so. <sighs> Tombstone is amazing. Tombstone is probably in like my top 10. I feel like I've seen, like... Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. I feel like I've seen, like, uh, reviews and stuff of yeah. this movie. And people talking about it. I'm your Huckleberry, Bill Paxton. It's... Oh, my God. You, you just like it because it's Bill Paxton. I do like it because it's Bill Paxton. Get no. over, man. Um, yes, no. I've seen people talk about this movie. To, yeah, Tombstone has got... It's 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 in my top ten. I love Tombstone. Sam Elliott. Yes. Sam Elliott. Who is also in Sundance Kid. Was Sam Elliott in that? He was like card player number two or something. Oh, okay. I was like, no way. He's credited credited with it, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Uh, Yeah, no, Tombstone is a far superior. Um, But like, yeah, I don't have really any grasp on Western movies from like 50 years ago. Like the whole spaghetti Western thing. Mm -hmm. Like I'd love to, I I think I would say I'd love to watch. I don't know that I'd love to watch. But I would (laughs) like to dip my toe. Like when we watched... Um, Casablanca. I yeah. said, you know, I want to. Casablanca. I want to dip my toe in more noir. Which, movies. by the way, hi mom. Thanks for yelling at me. She did call me after listening to me call her out about that whole. Good, thing. you she, deserved it. She called me out, and then she she calls me. She's like, me, 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 me. That's what I sound like, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So so hi mom. You're doing it again. What? You're, you're gonna get in trouble again. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> it makes my mother talk to me. It's almost like she likes me or something. I guess I don't know. Love you, mom. <laughs> They hated that for me. <laughs> so anyway, like like how I said I want to watch more black and white movies, I want to watch more noir. This does, I, I would like to see some like true, 
like spaghetti westerns. I yeah. think that would be fun because yeah. I've never I've never watched them. Mm-hmm. So, um, would you consider Back to the Future Part Three a western? Absolutely. Well, then there you go. You've seen a western. <laughs> I'm just helping you out. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Did we talk, um, did, have we talked about 1969 before? Probably. No, we haven't. I double oh, checked. Fuck yeah. I double checked. Yes. We need to actually start keeping a list of what you I, I had that thought that I'm like, I because I literally go into our Spotify. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I flip through to see the years. I'm going to do this. It's gonna Add be a, it to our spreadsheet. Yeah, it's going to become a checklist. I promise. Yeah. Uh, so yes, this is our first movie from 1969. <laughs> 69. Nice. 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 So here are your top ten. Number one, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Fucking hell! Told you. Oh my god! I this was a big deal. <laughs> this movie was, was a real big deal. Okay, if you say so. I mean, and when I looked it up, it said like Western comedy drama, I think, or something like that. It, it considered it a comedy. Yeah, there were funny moments in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was number one. Number two. Shut up. Number two, The Love Bug, which I'm assuming is Herbie, The Love Bug. Probably not, but I don't know. Let's do a quick search. Do a quick search. The Love Bug. The Love Bug from 1969. So funny enough, Google's telling me it's 1968. Ooh, liars. Directed by, based on on the story Car Boy Girl by Gordon Buford. Film is the first installment in the Herbie film series. Herbie the Love Bug. Wow. Number three. I hate that you were right about that. <laughs> Number three is Midnight Cowboy, which I think is Dustin Hoffman. I've never seen it, but I think he's like a. Is he like a male dancer or a prostitute or something? I don't know. You're asking I don't the wrong know. Wrong guy. Uh, number four is another movie that I would like us to cover at some point because I've always wanted to see it. Wild Wild West. Easy Rider. Have yeah, you seen Easy Rider? No, but I've heard about it. Like that's a that's a that's a thing I've heard about, definitely. Yeah. So I don't know anything about it. I but you know what? I sit here and I say this now. I always mix up, and I haven't seen either one of them, but I always mix up Cool Hand Luke and Easy Rider for some reason because I think <laughs> they're both motorcycle movies. Okay. I don't know, but I think both of them are also on my list of movies for us to cover. But anyway, Easy Rider. In the, in the newly adi- added to list. Yes, or? Okay. in the newly added to okay. list. Uh, number five, Hello Dolly. I've heard of that one. It's a musical. I've number heard of that one. six is Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I think I just had a name. What? <laughs> Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. Uh, you know what? I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. Number seven is Paint Your Wagon. <laughs> All these fucking old movies I've never heard of. Number eight. Oh, I have seen a western. <gasps> Number eight is True Grit. So, True that, Grit. That they did a remake. They recently. did a remake. Or was it a reboot? No, they it's did a remake. a remake of that movie with Matt Damon and Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, And I saw it and I loved it. I actually own it. It's downstairs. Okay. But the original, which I also saw because of how much I liked the remake, yeah. is a John Wayne movie. Oh, John, good old John Wayne. Good old John Wayne. Um, You might like True Grit. True Grit, True Grit was a good movie. I mean, I am a big Jeff Bridges fan. Yeah. Loved him in Tron Legacy. Yeah. Most people don't like Tron Legacy. I, I think Tron Legacy was great. I didn't see Tron Legacy. Did so you see I original Tron? Uh, no. Okay, well, don't. Okay. Just go straight to Tron Legacy. Will do. And then listen to the soundtrack, because the soundtrack is fucking great. Fair enough. Will but do. It, it, well, it's because it's... 
okay, for those of us who who don't care, whatever, I'm talking about this anyway, uh, Daft Punk. You've heard of Daft Punk? Stronger, long, harder, make it better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, keep going. I, I want to hear your version of harder, better, faster, stronger. Okay. Yeah, I know that song. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but they they did the the soundtrack for uh for Tron Legacy, and okay. and it was fucking dope when they had a cameo in there. It's fucking great. Okay, that's it's, it. It's electronic music. You probably wouldn't like it that much. Probably but not. I'll give it a listen. It's fucking great. I'll give it a listen. Uh, number nine is a movie called Cactus Flower with Goldie Hawn, and I'm pretty sure I've actually seen this movie. No, I'm a liar. Oh my god, I just realized it. Because it's another Western you've seen. No, oh. Cactus Flower, in my head, I was actually thinking of a different movie. I was thinking of Butterflies Are Free, which is another old Goldie Hawn movie. Cactus Flower is a play, and I know that because I have the, the, the I have the script. I did a scene from Cactus Flower. I've auditioned with shit from Cactus Flower. That's where I know that. Yay for me. Okay. And number 10 is a movie I've never heard of called Goodbye Columbus. I don't know. Okay. There we go. So that is your <laughs> top 10 movies from 1969. And a revelation about Cactus Flower. I don't know why. You've had a couple You had a couple of different revelations yeah. in this top 10 list. It's I hope a, you're aware. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. It really has. Yeah. It really has for you. <laughs> So let's talk about the year 1969 because nice. there was some shit that happened. First and foremost, I'm listening. Buzz Aldrin took a step on the moon. Holy shit, really? Yes, was... July 20th, 1969. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Really? Yes. Huh. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so funny because, like, that stuff, time is weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, the, the passage of time, like, it really messes with you, and, like, it it feels like it was so long ago. Like, of course, we've been, we've been on the moon for my entire life, so it wasn't fucking... And no, it was, it was so recent in comparison to, like, the world at large. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just... No, I'm, that's... I'm, like... now, I'm now trying to deal with my morality. Yeah. So, more, we... more, more, more... Mortality? Thank you. There we go. Not my morality. No. I'm very, I'm very aware. <laughs> we... I'm, I'm a very moral person, I think. <laughs> oh, are... no. I'm now questioning. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a back. Give me a back. <laughs> Chris, man, talks about masculinity. Oh, no. Uh, no. So, yeah. Uh, Buzz Aldrin steps on the moon, and then a couple weeks later, Woodstock happens. In 1969. I feel like I knew that. I feel like we talked about this already once before. Well, we talked about Woodstock 99 and the and then, mess that it was. Which, of course, we then talked about regular Woodstock right. out of... Okay. Yeah, this was this is the original. This is Jimi Hendrix playing Star Spangled Banner. This is, you know, Everybody Jefferson Airplane and, and all that stuff. Yeah, well, it's because uh, it kind of... That broke some barriers. Uh, yeah. In both good ways and bad ways. Yeah, there yeah, are people yeah. that say that that was one of the most offensive things they've ever heard, that he did that with our national anthem. There are people that are like, music is an expression and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's, I've heard both for and against arguments on Jimi Hendrix's rendition yeah. of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, well, that's because everybody has an opinion, so. I, 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 for me, anyway, because I, I, most of the people I've talked that I've had in my life have told me that that's a wonderful, if not the yeah. best rendition of Oh, I love and it. I, and I'm like, ah. Like I'm not saying it's bad. It's right. just I'd much rather right. hear it sung. Yeah. So, but I will. I am one of those people where if I'm at if I'm at a football game and somebody butchers the Star Spangled Banner, I will boo. Yeah. I am one of those people. I'm an asshole. I don't start chanting USA though. 
Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Did you know that your Philadelphia Flyers... Uh, are the, selling the team? No. Oh. The girl, uh, I shouldn't say the girl, the woman um, that sings our national anthem, she was voted like the best anthem singer in the NHL. I think I like. I think yeah. you told me that before, and yeah, I think um, that's super dope. What's her first name? I forget. Her, her last name is Hart. And I can't think of her first name. Anyway, she's awesome. Some fan you um, And I'll tell you what, like, that is the only time that uh, any sort of patriotic song brings me to tears is when um, she sings God Bless America mm. and they duet it yeah. with her Kate. Mom? No, no, no. That's just, um, oh, God, I suck as a fan. <laughs> Kate, Kate something. And it's left my brain. Uh, no, it, when, when the Flyers in the 60s... Every time that Kate Smith, every time that Kate Smith sang God Bless America, mm-hmm. we won. And oh, it, okay. she became our good luck charm. Right. We used to have a Kate Smith statue, um, but she kind of got canceled by cancel culture. And I believe they took down the Kate Smith statue. Oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I can be brought to tears by hearing Lauren Hart and Kate Smith mm-hmm. duet. And it's great because they've got, you know, split screen on the yeah, Jumbotron. Yeah, 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 they got yeah. Kate on one side, oh, Lauren on the cool. other. It's. I'll show you the video. It's like it's it's absolutely amazing. Speaking of really good renditions of things, we had a uh, for one of the playoff games this past season. We had somebody uh, do the do the Star Spangled Banner on a saxophone, Ooh. and it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. And then at the very end, when uh. You know, the, the, there's always that one note that gets held really long. Uh-huh. He held that fucker for like a solid minute, and I'm not exaggerating that. Like he must have had cyclical breathing or something, because he was he just let yeah. it roll, and I and the entire stadium erupted. And she, it was super cool, and That's I wish they brought him back, because God, I really wanted to hear it again. <laughs> it was super so cool. good. Uh, so also in 1969, nice. The Beatles record Abbey Road, oh. and it is their last album together. Mm. I'm not much of a Beatles fan. Like, I enjoy them. Like, I don't change the channel when they come on. But I never actively seek out the Beatles, with the exception of a handful of songs from the White Album. There was a period of time where the Beatles was basically all I would listen to because it was something that my dad really liked and it was one of the few things that I could, like, have a connection to my father with. Growing up, mind you. Nowadays, like... Oh God! Get us in the same room. We're we're, yeah. we're rolling. But <laughs> but like growing up, I didn't have much in common with my dad, and the Beatles happened to be one of them. Uh, I I never. I won't say that I, I. I probably like them more than you. I don't. There are some people out there who are like you know know everything about the Beatles. They yeah. can tell you each album. And it, like I can't do that. Yeah. But what I can tell you is that if you haven't watched the Yellow Submarine animated movie, then you're wrong, and you should. It's not a good movie, but it's just a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's such fun. A, it's a, have you ever, have you seen it? I haven't it? seen it. Yeah, yeah good. Because I, oh, there was one dime. Okay, uh, roll back the, the the clock a little bit here. Uh, there was a period of time where, where growing up, we always had like movie nights mm-hmm. where it would be, we just, we pick a movie, we watch it. And there, and we watched Yellow Submarine pretty consistently uh, through that. Like it might've been like a once a month movie type thing. But there was one Saturday morning where... I'm sleeping, and all of a sudden I hear the THX, you know that mm-hmm. that whole thing, and it's really fucking loud. And then I hear the title screen menu of the DVD for the Yellow Submarine and the the song we all playing through the house, really fucking loud. And one by one, each of the children 
came out of the room <laughs> in their pajamas and came out to the living room to see what's going on. See it sitting there. Dad sitting back in his recliner just waiting. Just waiting to see what's going to happen. And everybody shows up and we all just kind of sit down. Not saying a word to each other at all. Don't look at each other at all. We just see what's happening. Sit down. We just start watching the movie. It's a really fond memory. <laughs> That's really sweet. Right? He called you all. He called us all by, by blasting THX. <laughs> submarine. Not only was PBS established, but the debut of Sesame Street happened in 1969. That's cool. Yeah. Back when it used to be a Muppet thing. Yeah. I love old Sesame Street. Apparently now I, I heard someone talking about Sesame Street recently. And I think it might have been when I was getting my hair done. Um, but they were saying about how just how different Sesame Street is now than what it was back then definitely like there's not as many i guess uh not as many muppet characters or Mm -hmm. not as many jim henson characters it's like they've kind of focused on one and one or two of them and the other ones are not so prevalent apparently the segments are a lot more different like i don't know i i I obviously it's it's adapting with the times right right. like i I obviously haven't watched sesame street since you know yeah of course i was very young i don't have children but but yeah, they were just commenting on how how different Sesame Street is now from when we were growing up, and they were saying it like it, they, negatively. They were like, "Obviously, I want my kid to watch Sesame Street, so I let them watch Sesame Street." But she's like, "I almost want to like," she was saying like, "I almost want to like YouTube like classic Sesame Street yeah. and have them watch what I watched well, growing you, up." I mean, like, and this is just me again, not having watched Sesame Street, but just random little things I've read on the internet and stuff. I assume that uh sesame street nowadays doesn't do the you know we're gonna sing the alphabet together and it's gonna be like this old this random clip that's happening within the episode Mm -hmm. like it's not a bunch of different segments like i think now they actually do a bit of like an overarching story happening over over the course of the 30 minutes that that it's on or whatever and they might do their songs and all that stuff within it Mm -hmm. but they also have some really hard-hitting topics that they do now like i mean they, they sesame street always did but oh, yeah. it feels like nowadays they do it even more, just 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 for the exposure to the to, I mean, to kids. I'll tell you, every kid in my generation, like we learned about grief and death. Right. Right. Yeah. With 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 uh with Sesame Street when um. Well, like there's uh, what there's was the a... shopkeeper. Oh. Uh, when he died. Yeah. When yeah. Mr. Yeah. 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 I can't think of the shop. Yeah, and like Big Bird. Like, yeah, it's super sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like and not was, understanding what's happening. Yeah. yeah he didn't understand yeah. that he wasn't going to go there and see him. And yeah. I don't know. Like it's like I. I mean, like, part of me is like now I want to go back and watch like old Sesame Street. Well, I think like, I think like again, this is something I, this is something I read, but like I think one episode in within the past however many years, uh, deals with like one of the characters not having a house. I think I heard a comedian talk about that because they were talking about how Sesame Street introduced its first homeless character. Yeah. And then he was like, how is that the first homeless character? Oscar (laughs) Oscar the the Grouch lives in a fucking garbage can. That's his home. He has claimed it as his own. Saying. Home is where the heart is. We've seen inside that garbage can. Hell yeah. Um, Have you ever seen Elmo's? Yes. Yes, I did. In Grouchland? Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, who, who the hell was the fairy godmother character that shows up? It wasn't Queen Latifah. I don't remember. It's been such a long time. It's that was one of time. Anthony's favorite movies. Yeah. Um, what I do remember is Mandy Patinkin is the bad guy. And everything about him is cartoonishly evil. <laughs> and we actually use the phrase cartoonishly evil because he does, he has cartoonishly evil eyebrows. And I just love that he's he's the same guy from Prince. Have you seen Princess Bride? 
Princess Bride? Yeah, have you seen that movie? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Been a long time. <laughs> I don't know. Who was he in Princess he was, Bride? He was, uh, my name is in, uh, uh, I Indigo Montoya? Of... Yes, thank you. I couldn't, I was like, I'm like, Indigo. That's not Indigo. Yeah, it's him. You, you killed my oh, brother. Oh, shit, that, oh, died. oh, man, oh. Uh, in, I told. Indigo. In no, no, no. The, the the character's name is Indigo uh, Montoya, but, but the the actor's name I totally blanked on. Like I know That's... exactly who you're talking about. He was in the first two seasons of uh, Criminal Minds, and then he left. Okay, yeah, Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, he was really he's, good in Criminal Minds. He's a national treasure. Um, yeah, I loved uh, Elmo and Grouchland. That was one of our favorites. Project Blue Book was closed in 1969. Do you know what that is? No idea. So Project... Is it about a book? Because if it's about a book, I don't care. It was a government report oh. about UFOs and aliens. Like when Roswell happened. I care all of a sudden. So, yeah. Where's the book? Well, it's a government report that you could look up. It's mostly redacted, uh, probably. Lame. I'm assuming. Lame. But basically, it was there. That was the code name for their investigation on uh, extraterrestrials and, you know, unidentified flying objects. Um, I believe it was opened with Roswell or maybe it was before Roswell. But anyway, um, they huh. closed it in 1969 with the uh, conclusion that one of two things, that either there is no national threat from extraterrestrials... Yet. ...and or they don't exist. Huh. They found no evidence of intelligent life in outer space. That's a super lame code name for something so awesome. Project Blue Book? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like Kelly Blue Book. Like, <laughs> it's the car thing. Yeah. Um, my final fact about 1969, I plucked out just for you. <gasps> nice. The cost of a Super Bowl ad in Hold 1969. Hold on. Okay. Let me think about this. Was it more than a dollar? It was way more than a dollar. It's a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> well, so what? They, people were in like nickels and they were happy in 1969. I'll fucking know. How much was it? $55,000. Got That's you, it? Got you a Super Bowl ad. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Yeah. Oh. Yeah? And how many millions does it cost now? 50 years later, I can't even imagine what 30 seconds gets you. Super Bowl ad uh, cost. Cost 2023. Boom. Tell me, Google. <laughs> oh god, that face. How many millions? Just typing in, literally typing in Super Bowl ad cost 2023. The very top thing in Google just says between 6 million and 7 million. Most 30 second ad spots cost between 6 and 7 million. Meanwhile, 55,000. $55,000 got you a Super Bowl ad wow. in 1969. Wow, man, times were simpler back then. Much simpler. I God at, damn inflation. I looked at some other things and it said the average cost of... Of gas? Uh, no, the one I remember is... Or no, not the average cost. Uh, the average household makes $8,000 a month. The... No. The aver- the- I'm a liar. Not month. A year. I was going to say, that seems... $8,000 a year. If that's the case, then I am very underpaid. Average salary was $8,000 a year. Yeah, that... Right about that. See, and that's why I thought nickel. Yeah, inflation's bananas. The median incomes of men and women were about $6,430 and $2,130 respectively. Because women get paid a lot less because... We're inferior. No, 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 no. It's not that you're inferior. It's that you can't reach the, the glass floor. It's fine. 
You see what I did there? I see. What you did. Jerry hates that joke. Yeah, it's not good. It's <laughs> not. It's not good. I recognize. No, it's it, no. She hates it because it was really good at the time. She was really mad at me because of how well I implemented it. And now I just try and inject it in everything. And she's like, "No, no, you're better than this. You're a feminist, AJ. Why are you like this? Why are you like this? Don't be like this." Yeah. No. Well, and you have to figure too that at that time most women were home raising kids yeah that's true so you know they might be working part-time yeah. a couple days a week or maybe. you know maybe Being as a, babysitter. a secretary yeah. or who knows yeah. but yeah definitely a much different time so that was 1969 and that was butch cassidy and the sundance kid yeah i know i started off by saying that i didn't feel anything towards this movie i now realize i didn't like this movie and i hated it wow okay well like i just realized that i screamed a lot about how they gave us nothing yeah so i'm like Oh, yes, there's that emotion. I guess I didn't like this okay. movie. Like, I, initially, I was like, I don't care about this. Uh, like, I was bored to tears, but whatever. Uh, like, now I'm like, no, no, no. Damn. Never need to see it again. Don't want to see it again. <laughs> Move on to the next one. But not the worst one that we've watched. No, no, definitely not. Okay. So hate may be a little too strong. Yeah, you, you I, didn't like it. I you didn't. Just flat out I, I, didn't I like yeah, it. I didn't like it. Okay, I, I felt fair. I felt like it was a bad story. I felt like it was told poorly. The, I feel like a much better story would have been having that whole chase scene with the people that were catching them, and then eventually having to actually deal with that, as opposed to running to to Bolivia and and never actually living with their paranoia. Right. Like uh, it doesn't. For me, that doesn't tell a good story, but whatever. Uh, yeah. People like this, and now there's Sundance and Paul Newman salad dressing and whatever. I, what, it's fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> fucking whatever yourself right on down to social media and find us on Facebook and Instagram. Yo, good segue. <laughs> Yo, you are so good at this. I love you. This is amazing. And also find us on your favorite podcasting app. Give us five stars, the like, the love. Hell yeah. Because we love you. Hell yeah. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.